Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Sowers, and we are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network from the Perimeter Roofing Studio inside the Country Inn and Suites by Rasson Hotel outside beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia. As always, I have my illustrious and fantastic co-host. I love the adjective, folks. Uh, Jane Bishop, janebishop.live, owner of Take the Next Step with me. Jane, my friend, how are you? Awesome, Ryan. How are you? Good. I just like keeping adding ad- adjectives, if I could pronounce correctly you, to you. Okay, take a breath. It's, it's the headset. good. Is the message? We're out of practice. I'm kidding. Oh. I, you know, it's rhythm. I got to get back my free throw shooting. I mean, I mean, I don't want to be Ben Simmons here. Okay, enough all right, about all right, us. Right, we have two that. great guests in the we studio do. today. We do. We have two amazing guests in the studio. We have Stacy Sager. Stacy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. And we have Terry Grandusky. Terry, welcome to the show. Great to be here. And they are both involved with an amazing foundation of the late Craig Sager, who I was a huge fan of. Um, and doing amazing work with fill, fill you in on the uh, uh, Sager Strong Foundation. So we want to talk a lot about that and a lot more. So let's start. Um, we'll start with you, Stacey. Just tell us a little bit about your background or, you know, what you guys are doing now, whatever you want to talk about, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah, Craig and I were both from Chicago, the suburbs originally. He um, was Willie the Wildcat at Northwestern, and I went to University of Illinois, Chicago. Ended up in a degree of biology and chemistry and went into the medical sales, really the cardiac arena of uh, Boston Scientific. So that's been my career path um, for about 20 years. Fantastic. Terry, tell us a little bit about you and your background, et cetera. Sure. Well, I started in sports a long time ago with Turner Broadcasting um, and uh, helped launch the Atlanta Thrashers in town here in community relations. I worked in that department and then moved over to the Atlanta Falcons again in community relations, loved it, um, and did some work with some um, different athletes locally and coach Jim Mora. um, And then got into my own foundation work. I think I've uh, shared before. I started my own company um, and uh, was very fortunate along the way to meet some very special people. I worked with uh, Ryan Dempster, from the Chicago Cubs, and it just brought me right to um, Stacy. I was introduced to Stacy through a mutual friend, and I had worked with Craig at Turner Broadcasting, and so oh. it was just such a neat opportunity to come and uh, work with the Sega Strong Foundation. And we are lucky to have you, for sure. Thank Terry you. comes with 25 years of experience in the uh, philanthropy, so Sager Strong is, is very excited to have her for the past, what, three years? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, y'all, y'all awesome. Form, uh, yeah, I get to interview, uh, we were talking about, oh my goodness, year, 14 months ago during the pandemic, I'm other show I did and we were talking about the stuff and I think was it last year y'all had to do was it a virtual yeah. yes but you still made the best of it and we're excited you got a big year you know we'll talk about that in a minute but you know back in person feels yes. good right it yeah. Does. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Studio. the energy yes. in the room I just have to ask both of you Terry and Stacy how is it that you came into this whole sports environment and you have stayed there and found your fit what is it about the sporting world that you connect with 
Well, on a personal level and a professional level. Okay. Well, personally, I think that you can make such a difference um, when an athlete or a, a known celebrity in the sports world has a passion. You can help them along the way. I, I loved philanthropy. And so being able to work in that environment and help them, um, I liked helping others uh, reach their, what their heart's passion was. So when someone like Michael Jordan or someone like Craig Sager has, has a message to share and I can get behind it and help get the word out and keep energy around it and raise money for it. Um, it's just very exciting. Uh, and you see the biggest strides. I remember when we used to go to the hospital and impact the children, you know, you, for one minute, they don't feel like they're at the hospital anymore exactly. because they're involved. And in, so there's a lot of energy and excitement around sports, and if you can add fuse in a really important cause, it makes a huge difference. And that can be fuel for their encouragement and their value as a person. Absolutely. That's great. So, so that was like personally and professionally, there's just, um, this is such an important message, blood cancer awareness, um, that, you know, you can get very excited to help make a difference and move the needle in research and um, hopefully find a cure. That's one awesome. day. How about yeah, and, and obviously, uh, personally, yes. it, it's near and dear to my heart. Um, Craig had uh, acute myeloid leukemia, which is a very aggressive, rare form of leukemia and not a very high survival rate. And his public battle that we went through, um, I combined my, um, really my hospital affiliations and my navigation around the system to help him um, really go through this whole journey um, personally. So creating a legacy for our two children, Riley and Ryan, uh, is, is super important. And the message from, from Craig was really do whatever you can, Stacy, so no other patient or family member has to go through the pain and suffering we went through. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit more about the Saver Strong, the Saver Foundation. Yeah, the Saver Strong Foundation, you know, Craig was uh, gave so much love out to the universe, right, to everybody. And when he was diagnosed, um, kind of a funny story, when he was diagnosed, he tried to explain to his physician that he wasn't feeling all that great because he was had some stale green beer <laughs> for St. Patrick's Day in San Antonio. <laughs> and he, he believed that. And Because really, with leukemia and blood cancers, the signs and symptoms are very vague. He had slight fatigue. That was about it. And Craig was a machine. He just went, yeah. went, went, right? And, okay, he's a little tired, and that was it. But um, So he's like, no, Doc, I swear, it was just some stale green beer down in San Antonio a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and that's what he thought, <laughs> and that's what he wanted to believe. I think he was just an optimistic person all the time. And, you know, point being is the love he gave. He, he never met someone that was not a friend, right? And he gave out so much love to the universe, and when he got sick— that came back to him a thousandfold. So how the Sager Strong Foundation came about was really us, you know, people wanting to help Craig. And so how do we do that and pay that forward? And that has been my goal every day since. So. You, you know, Stacey is a huge sports fan. He, um, I didn't know him directly, but watching exactly what you said, just the genuine authenticity, um, always a smile, always being there. And I saw it through lots of mutual people. And then, Seeing that battle, and I've had cancer with members of my family, and the and the, it coming back to the love of him just being so transparent. Um, I think the impact. I mean, I'm looking out, looking in, and just I get goosebumps of just realizing 
you know, one person, one family, and you guys working so hard to do what you do to keep a legacy alive. And it's, it's, I just want to tell you, I'm, I'm so excited um, to help as we've done in different things. Anyway, we can get this message out because he impacted and, and your family's impacted so many people. And, uh, you know, we, we want to continue that, just growing that for years and years to come. And thank you for saying that. I, I appreciate that. And it's, it's nice when Riley and Ryan, when he passed away, they were, you know, 10 and 11 years old. And so as they're 15 and 16 now, they get to see the love that he created and all the well wishes and the, and the support and really what it was all about. And so, you know, when, when they hear people say, oh, your dad was the best, he was the greatest, just the nicest guy, you know, that's got to make them. It's not a, I lost my dad when I was 10 as well. And he was not like Craig, that's for sure. Craig was one of a kind. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's nice to see that they get to see their dad in, in that light. And we try to continue that because I know, and most people know when people pass, it can, people have to move on. Right. right. And, and it could, people can be forgotten. And so really it's our job to keep, keep him alive with us in his spirit. And as you said, Stacy, paying it forward yeah. because the, the fun the raisers. I noticed that <laughs> as you all, you know, capture it because it would tell us more about the fund raisers is to help move the research forward so that there's more help for people. Absolutely. So tell us about the fund, F-U-N, raisers, Terry. Sure. Well, in the spirit of Craig, I mean, he was full of life, full of fun. Um, so when we wanted to, when I sat down with Stacy three years ago and we wanted to continue um, his legacy, we thought, how do we capture his um, passion and his excitement for life and his and color still, and his color he's colorful. And I mean, ab absolutely. absolutely. You know, he was memorable in absolutely. so many respects. Absolutely. And so how do we do that and 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 really make it meaningful and yet still, you know, kind of have that fun infused because he'd be all about celebrating life and and you know going forward and raising money to find the cure. So with the fun in mind is obviously the stadium fun run, which is held annually at um, the Ray Stadium Shores Park. And it's all contained within the stadium. So you'll run up the ramps, around the concourse, and down onto the field, all within Truist Park. And it's challenging. It's short, but it's challenging. Um, and it's all, again, to raise money for blood cancer research. Um, but the fun part of that, too, is we do a big um, celebration before the race out in left field, um, the gate. And we do, it's called a tent town. So we bring in partners and they all are out there having a good time. Then you go in and run, you come back out <laughs> hang, with your, hang, hang, hang in the little hang, tent hang town. A little bit more. Right, exactly. And um, just have fun, you know, while you're there and making a difference in a way that's uh, in, in his memory, what you would probably see Craig out there running along because he'd love to run. He ran the Peachtree Peach Road Race right? for 30-some oh, wow. years. Wow. Yes. 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 And then he'd have a Bud Light afterwards. Right. You know? so that no, you, you, you've earned it at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, you, I think yeah. you'd be okay with his 98 calories at yeah. that point. And he loved baseball. So it was like combining his two passions to do something fun to give back. So um, he, in fact, the cool part of it, if you don't know this, um, Craig actually was the first person on the field when Hank Aaron broke the record. Oh, wow. So you actually yeah. run past his video on yeah. the wall of him approaching yeah. Hank Aaron, and it ben, was super exciting. And how unique. I would imagine that really sets that fun run apart and makes it unique I from it others. Does. It's never been it, done here in, in Atlanta, so we're proud to be the first, and this will be our third 
third annual event there and, and many more years to come because we just want to keep growing it and fireworks and people flying in helicopters down on the field and have fun doing it in whatever crazy way we can. And yeah. I would imagine this this annual event might be a little bit extra special coming uh, on the, well, we're not quite out of COVID yet, but we're moving in that direction and being able to get together in the same space. Absolutely. I mean, 2019, March, I mean, obviously Sager Strong and everybody else realized um, it's not business as usual, right? And especially for us, when you have leukemia patients that are in the hospital like Craig was six months at a time and you cannot get fresh air, right? It just takes a toll on the mental of anybody, right? Um, So I think with COVID coming around the corner, everyone is just so excited to get outside and I hope they come join us and you can walk. I know we call it a fun run, yes. but you can but also you can walk, walk the stadium. Right. Well, that's good for one of my friends. He's a principal, and his motto is, he goes, you know my motto, Ryan? I said, what's that? He goes, I only run if someone's chasing me. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, great. Well, you can go walk then. So if you're listening today, Tom, that one's for you. But, but, but you know, in all seriousness, you know, um, like I said, not, the, the zest for life is what I saw in Craig of interviewing people. I saw that authentic real, you know, just out there, fun personality, real person. And um, I think, um, you know, coming through COVID and stuff, we had a previous show we did the other day, and it was about, you know, coming out of this pandemic, what do people need? They need to laugh more. They need to hug. They need to love each other. I think we realized, I don't know, but I'd like to hear y'all's perspective, but not just say you're strong, but coming out as human beings over the last 16 months of something we'll never again see in our lifetime, I think we maybe have forgotten just how nice this kind of stuff is, right? It is, and just the humor and interaction for sure. So, I don't know, Terry, you can elaborate a little bit more. Is um, you're super excited, and I, I don't know if you've been quarantined for months on end like everybody else, but um, it's nice to get out there. It is. I mean, I think you take for granted just the little things that you did day to day pre-COVID, um, and then. After staying in quarantined, it, it definitely feels good to get out and run. And walk to it. That's right. So what was one of the first things that you that you did when things began to open up earlier this year? You know, kind of testing the get out waters. I think uh, when we when it first shut down, I think everybody was paralyzed, right? I think we did our show. We did. Right, right, right soon after, yeah. Um, so when it was sort of like, what do we do? We did have to change over the run from a regular run to a virtual run, and we had a good participation. We were excited. We were glad to do something. People were sending in pictures to show us they ran and with their dogs, and it yeah. was great. Um, and I think the other part of it was, too, we wanted to keep giving back, and we didn't know how. So we contacted our friends at um, Children's Health Care of Atlanta, and we said, what do you need? Um, and we had a friend over there by the name of Juliet Beal, and she said, you know what? We work down the zone. The kids have, they, we can't do anything with them. They can't come down. We can't go up. We could use paints. We need paint kits. So we turned to our, um, spot, like our friends, our sponsors, and we just said, hey, help us paint the zone. So people came out of the woodwork to help us, which was really cool. And we put kits together and sent them over to Children's Health Care. And even in one small way, hopefully that helped them not be so bored in isolation because their families couldn't go up. Sure. People, you know, they couldn't come down. So we were, we thought, well, let's at least do that. So we found a little joy in, in a, in a yeah. kind of a strange time. Yeah. But coming out, I, to be honest, the 
first thing for us to be able to go to the Brave Stadium this right. year, to have a meeting in person, even with the mask on, yeah. and to be able to find some joy, you know, and and be able to share that. We were sharing, people were liking stuff on the page and saying, "Oh, I can't wait!" You know, I think that to me was that first moment coming out, going to the Brave Stadium and just being there. Well, I was just going to add real quick before you jump in the whole marketing matters thing. We, you know, we, we talk about other stuff, but y'all have established a brand, you know, and people have bought into doing that and living life and having fun and supporting something. And then it got taken away from them in a different way. Now they're excited it's back. Absolutely. You know, and going back to piggyback what Terry was saying, a lot of people don't understand if you have a loved one going through chemotherapy, they're auto, you know, they're immune compromised anyway. And then to shut it down these hospitals for no visitors. I mean, I I can't even wrap my head around to explain how um, isolating that is. I mean, a cancer diagnosis for anyone will turn your life upside down. Um, emotionally, physically, financially. And we just want to, like I said, pay forward, give back any way we can. We usually do a March um, Madness event at CHOA. And so these children that don't have their siblings or um, both parents, maybe only one can join them, it's it's just it pulls at your heartstrings uh, for pediatric cancers, which we're uh, big proponents of um, supporting. So we're just so excited that now we're hopefully – getting out of this um, moment and, you know, getting out there and just enjoying life again. And, and, and well, I was just going to say, you know, I, I, I mentioned another show, you know, my younger sister was a pediatric uh, brain tumor survivor and, you know, I'm whatever, going to be 48, 49, and she's like 40, in her early 40s. And so there's a lot of things she can never do, but she was a survivor. My dad started a foundation. So I grew up around the Brain Tumor Foundation for Children, which morphed into a national brain tumor foundation. So, you know, I've been around the foundations and just see, that's what I told you, remember Bart Kowski and all those guys were helped in the very beginning. I used to be out there as a kid and see Bart Kowski's throwing me a football and I'm Bobby Butler and uh, what I came, uh, uh, Buddy Curry. Curry and all yeah. those guys are out there. And I'm like, great how guys. cool is this? And they're great guys. And uh, they're like, there's a lot of people throwing a ball with Steve Bart Kowski at eight or 10 years <laughs> yeah. old or whatever I was. <laughs> But, you know, it, it was just seeing the giving back and what you guys are doing. And so I did see up close the cancer. And, and I think during COVID, it's been interesting is we've all talked about COVID so much that we forget people are suffering from other things beyond COVID. And, and they're doing it alone. Uh, Stacey, to your point, they're in the hospital. I had two friends of mine. Their family couldn't come see them. And they went in for either COVID or something related. They were kind of themselves. And it's not bad enough when you're there, for, as you just said. But to be alone... And I just think coming out of this, it's just, you know, we're human. We, we want to love and hug and, and, and be there for people as much as we humanly can. And, and I'm not, for me, I'm, I'm so excited. I just, if I never see a mask again, I'm be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it, it, that, that's just what comes to mind. In both of your experiences, and you have a vast experience, so curate just a moment for our listeners. What is one thing you have learned about the value of relationships? It's obvious by what you're sharing today that that's important. So what, there's many lessons, but what is one that you might curate from your experience that would be helpful to our audience who maybe don't see the value of building relationships in our current environment? It's not nonprofit, just to say something you all get from your past yeah. or something you've done, you've tapped into this, you know, just how I met you guys, you know, how things, one thing can lead to another thing can lead to another thing. I think the most important thing is that people that you, I mean, make new, fr- I love the adage, make new friends, keep the old one is silver, the other is gold, right? right? right. But 
honestly, those golden friends that you've met a long time ago, they surface throughout your life and they may jump in to help you, help others. Um, you know, we've, that's how we met. Um, Stacy and I were introduced from a, a friend who, a very dear friend, um, Jim Allen, who introduced us. Um, but I just think that making, building those on those relationships, whether they're new, whether they're old, and engaging them, maybe they have something to share. Um, maybe they they want to be part. Maybe they haven't been asked. You know, so I think just really working those relationships is important to stay in touch with people. And like you said, really through through COVID, we were unable to do that. Yeah. This is a great opportunity to sort of connect, and reconnect. When you go through um, any kind of therapy for cancer treatment, you find out really who your true friends yeah. are, yeah. right? Yes. Some, some bolt yeah. and some, some people yes. you don't expect Some bolt, yes. yeah. But I will say the, the ones that bolt sometimes, um, you don't realize they don't know how yeah. to deal yeah. with it yeah. too, yeah. so you kind of have to give them the benefit of the doubt. But um, it's it's always important to, and I say because I'm big on caregiving, I, I, I took care of Craig for three years and then my mother passed away two years right after him. Mm. And so for those five years, um, you know, instead of asking, and this is just my advice to other caregivers, instead of asking a patient, what do you need? Just do it. Yeah. Don't even ask. Just do it. Boy, because, do I second that. Right? And, and it, Jane's it, a huge caregiver and is in the same but, but a lot of people don't even know the answer to what they need. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. they're not sure what they need. They right. just need help. Right. Yeah. So, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's so anyway, getting back to your point, um, I think the relationships is, you know, I'm all about trying to make as many relationships and friendships all over the place. Um, and you'll pick from different people what you need different things they can offer you. So I think it's important. Well, how have you both found you? I think, Terry, you said in our some of our pre-communication that it takes a village. It so does. We, we hear that a lot in a lot of different settings. So how does it take a village for the Sager Strong Foundation? Okay, so I'm just going to take one example. That's great. All right, so um, we are very fortunate. We have a, um, we had, we wanted to reach out to pediatric cancer patients. And in my former lives with the Falcons and the Thrashers, I had <laughs> in worked my former in, life. in my four, right, which I love. Um, I had met and networked with different organizations, cancer organizations and um, the hospitals. And so coming to this place, um, and knowing that we want to do something special for pediatric cancer patients and their families, we created an award called the Hometown Hero Award, which we're super excited. We have a sponsor again this year, Rand Refrigeration. Um, they're sponsoring a scholarship for a $2,500 scholarship, either for college or trade school, just to give them hope. Um, so it's, yeah, it's fabulous. And so to start that process, because cancer patients, I mean, they're busy, their families are busy. They don't have time, right? To start the process, we sort of tap back out to our village, right? And I, you know, I talked to some hospitals. I talked to old, uh, long time friends that are in organizations and got those people looking. We had, last year we had um, Camp Sunshine gave us yeah. a, a young person um, who by the name of Cale Corbett who became our winner. He was voted our winner and um, wow. I mean, it was just, they, these people came out. The village kind of helped us. They rose up and helped us find people to honor um, and it was super exciting. Um, and I just think that if you look out there and you can reconnect back into the village, um, you know, it takes that to, to get to your goal. 
So we'll carry out her two or three key things. And, and to the point of it takes a village, and back to your caregiving comment, Stacey, there's village, we have to know who to ask in our village or to tap for what by knowing them, and that goes back to relationship. Because in the caregiving role, too, people don't often know what to do. And they, you, you know that people will do anything, so create a list so that you have a specific, I need this on this day, can you help? So that whole connection and relationship factor is how we use our village or leverage our village. And to piggyback on that, that's a great point um, for the caregivers out there. For The patients may not know, and they may not feel well to, to communicate that. So as a caregiver, at least with leukemia patients, they make you sign uh, a contract that you have caregivers lined up 24-7. Um, Craig wanted just me 24-7, um, <laughs> so I was the only one. Um, but I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I'll t and I, I just want to say it, it does take a village for the, for the caregivers to take care of themselves yes. first. And I know that may sound a little selfish, but if they're not up to par, they can't take care of the patient. Yeah. And what I mean by that is diet, exercise, mental state. They, almost the caregiver needs their own community of support. Um, in order to take care of the patient, and I know Terry's going through this now with her mom as well. So it's 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 it's, a, it's hard, and I know we have these conversations, and it, it's tough. It's a tough battle. So they need they need that support as well. Well, and on a personal note, I can just say I'm currently the caregiver of my mother who lives with dementia after losing my dad last year, and that whole caregiver take care of yourself first. That's a non-negotiable. And it's almost like anything we do in marketing, you have to have your non-negotiables that you do not compromise and give up on because that's how everything else flows out. So, and I'm sure there were things you did, even caring for Craig and your, he wanted you 24 seven, you still had to take care of Stacy so well, that you could be there for him. Yeah. And the thing is he was treated out of state. So he was treated at MD Anderson Cancer Center. Right. So every Monday I would fly out and take care of Craig Monday through Friday. And, and on Friday, Craig would look at with me, at tears in his eyes, and say, "Don't please don't leave me. And I had two kids at home, and then Monday morning, my son would look at me and say, Mom, please don't leave mm. me. And I did that for two years. And it, it just tears at you. You just you become almost immune. Just You just got to go and be strong for your family. I had no other choice but to be strong. Yeah. It's what yeah. we do. It's what we do. It's what we do. Well, you know, and, you know, tying this back, uh, these are deep, amazing stories, what you guys are doing. And I want to give you all a second to give all the social media and website information. But, you know, you take this back into marketing and, 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 and branding and people, I'll talk to companies all the time. They're like, you know, we, we want to do something really cheap and just get our name out there. And anything really like using Sager Strong, really strong that's going to like biblically stand the test of time has to be done correctly. And you have to invest in other people. You have to invest in what you're doing. I mean, you don't just start a foundation or go care for somebody and do it halfway. I mean, this is my mantra in life. I mean, you've got to be all in and realize, you know, no one has all the answers and all the stuff does. I'm sure when you were dealing with stuff, you were figuring it out each week and you learn going, who knows what Wednesday is going to bring, but I'm going to do the best I can. I'm human, right? And so for the people listening to the show, they may, well, well, they all have all the answers and that's just not the truth. Yeah. That's not the case. I mean, we <laughs> learn by living, we learn by giving. And I think if you give first and care first, um, amazing things happen. And, and again, I want you guys to be able to share. Let's give our listeners the best way through your social handle I have here in front of me somewhere. Is it at Sager Strong Foundation? Or is that, does that cover all of them? Yep. So, so at Sager Strong or at Sager Strong Foundation, what's like the best website or stuff to direct people for for the events? SagerStrongFoundation.org. 
So look at that good marketing. I mean, all consistent. You make my day. <laughs> I, I love getting the people on Twitter and Instagram. They all have a different name. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't even read them. So that is marketing done well. How do you tie yeah. a show together? So other than that, what's the final word that you want our listeners to hear? If they don't hear anything else but this final word from Terry and Stacy, what do you want them to hear? You know, get involved. We were so fortunate that uh, over this three, four years, five years, I guess, really now, $2.5 million has been raised um, on behalf of the foundation and given for um, cancer research. Wow. Right. So, Fantastic. And it's going to take that to move the needle to find the cure. And we don't care how you get involved. Come be a volunteer. Come join us for the run. Come golf with us. Um, come to the hospital with, you know, and give money to help us make a difference there. We just want you to get involved because it does take the village, and we want you to be part of our village. Yes. All right. Uh, yes, absolutely. And bottom line, you guys, go out and have fun. I mean, that's all Craig ever wanted, and treat people, the world, with a smile. Uh, you know, you never met a stranger, that kind of thing. And it just everyone you touch just you treat everyone the exact same um and that's what he did and that's and that's why he's he was the best and everyone respected him the players loved him and it was just you know so we're just going to carry on that legacy and i want everyone to come join us and in carrying on with us in atlanta that's so fantastic. we thank you so much for having us too oh, oh, thank you. now brian before you wrap it up you know we have to mention some members of our village you know we have the esteemed jesse being our engineer jesse. today jesse. and, and yep, we, have, we have jacob in the studio Jacob's today in the house. Jacob is in the house, you know. He's, he's been a, capturing video. Yeah, he's, he's been capturing he's creating photos. Videos, Fifteen year old, you know. He's probably on Snapchat. I'm betting. I'm right, not Jacob? sure oh, where yeah, they're going to yeah. show up. Got but the AirPods in. He's rocking the yeah, AirPods. Yeah, there you go. That's because so he don't want to listen to me. He's it, like, dear God, that guy. If he talks anymore, <laughs> Mom, get like, me out of here. Please get That's me out of here. That's how our guests feel too. They just right. they appreciate it. Like months later, they're like, Oh my God, we got out. Thank you. All right, Ryan. So get us out of here. All right. Well. Terry, Stacy, thank you, my friends, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank we you appreciate for your us. time. Absolutely. Well, thanks, folks, for tuning into another Marketing Matters on uh, In Results Radio Network from the Perimeter Roofing Studio inside the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. Please stay tuned for upcoming shows. You can also hear past shows on InResults.com or go right to InResultsRadioNetwork.com. For my co-host, the illustrious Jane Bishop, janebishop.live, owner of Take the Next Step. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Ryan. This has been another great show of Marketing Matters. Thanks again, folks. Until next time, make your marketing matter. This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R-Y-A-N-S-A-U-E-R-S dot com.